Yeah. Like fix it. Just why have we not had a hundred <laughs> people trying to fix that yeah. a month ago? Like what are yeah. you just seriously giving yeah. that answer right now? May nineteenth. The one thing I wanna oh you wanna do the number thing? The zero are still loading are not is loading okay the thing i want to talk about is contact tracing there's a great article in the national post i'll put the link in mm -hmm. the thing and uh yeah we'll talk he said the author author of the article i didn't read the article i just read his twitter thread about it but yeah. like for the article and he said that he, a couple of weeks ago he started asking experts if we're ready to reopen or when we'll be ready to reopen mm -hmm. And everybody's answer was, well, gosh darn, I wish we knew. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the province was doing the appropriate testing and giving out the appropriate data and having the appropriate plan, Well, said all the experts. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, we've heard a lot about testing. We've talked a lot about testing. It's big. Your eyes are scary right now. And you're looking at the r not number, which is probably bad news. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I just want I'll finish my thought first yeah. and then we'll turn to our not uh, the, the, the there's been a lot of talk about testing a lot of focus in the media about testing a lot of statements from everyone involved in leadership about w what the targets are for testing and what's happening the second most important thing after testing is contact tracing and we know nothing about like they say that there's this this target of being in touch with 90% of people within 24 hours, like mm -hmm. trying to establish what contacts need, you know, who, mm -hmm. who the, so once someone is identified as a positive, as positive for COVID-19, within 24 hours, they want to have 90% of those people contacted by a contact tracer. One of the people in the article said it took three days for someone they knew to get contacted after they were informed of their um, positive yeah so. and meanwhile individual public health people are saying yes we're doing contact tracing we're doing tons of contact tracing that's all yeah. we're doing is contact tracing what are we doing i well. heard that toronto is doing like 70 percent of their cases are we doing exact there's just no data there's just no transparency they're on not it telling us how we're doing whatsoever yeah they're not there's no way that we as the public they said something the number they put out there was something like i want to say 25 out of or 28 out of 35 health units are hitting the 90% within 24 hours. Okay, that's pretty good. But until you think that all the ones in Toronto probably aren't, right? Like the ones that are the worst ones right. are probably not right. the, the ones they're hitting. So, right. which is probably like the majority of the cases, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I mean, we don't know. So that's what we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Okay, let's turn to the R naught and then we can talk more about. Okay, the R naught is point nine four, point which nine is point not terrible. That's not bad. Went back kind of. Why? It's just kind of hovering around one. My eyes were wide because new cases today was four hundred and twenty-seven, and like. We're going up, or. It's going up a bit, yeah. It went yeah. up today a bit, but like it's let's just say it's been flat this week, yeah. like. They're not going at down. At best, we're going Today flat. was a bit of a jump, but who knows? Any one day. Yeah. Like, the best we can say here this week is that we're flat. Yeah. Which is... Disconcerting. Not 
not what we want. Just on the cusp of everyone. Like there's this on the cusp of everything. This is two weeks ago, right? This is yeah. what we were doing two weeks ago. Yeah. Before we opened up. And I mean, and there's this momentum you can just feel. Everyone is like, I I don't know what happens if they need to say, whoa, we're putting the brakes on. I don't think it's as ma- it's not like flipping a switch. People, no, uh, there's people this. People aren't gonna go back. There's like, yeah, like there's a psychology to this that's 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 gonna c- carry that momentum forward. I can't think of any place that was under lockdown. That had to flip back. And that had to flip back. Yeah. I don't know if that has happened. If there's a precedent for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like Ontario is we're not going to do well at this. I mean, it's probably mostly Toronto, right? It's m- the most of Ontario is probably okay. It's probably Toronto that's mm. having that's like the core of the problem. No. no. GTA? No. Uh, we have the most cases here for sure. Mhm. But the rest of the province, especially southern Ontario, mm-hmm. is oh. not Okay. Exempt from this. Okay. Um. But whether it's Toronto or Ontario doesn't really matter. There's going to be a lot of cases. Yeah. We're just not. There's no surveillance in place to see if it's popping up somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's not enough contact tracing, and people aren't educated enough about what risky behavior is. Yeah. And I think something that I've learned recently that I probably talked about here, but I feel like should be talked about more is that if so, everybody's kind of gathering that outdoors is safe. Outdoors, social distancing is like just about as safe as you can get other than staying home. Mm -hmm. Then outdoors not being able to social distance if you're passing somebody on a trail or something and it's a short period of time that's pretty safe too Mm -hmm. outdoors not social distance for a long time less safe Mm -hmm. not ideal but still not bad Mm -hmm. and then you get indoors indoors is not safe indoors in closed space even if you're social distancing, if you're in that space for a long time with somebody, mm-hmm. there have been outbreaks in that kind of a situation mm-hmm. where people are inside social distancing. Mm-hmm. We need masks in those scenarios. We need masks in grocery stores. We need masks if yeah. I, you're going to some kind of class. I don't know if it's opening up now. Yeah. But if you're indoors, I think people still think that social distancing is going to help you indoors. Yeah. And it, it, it will does. help. It does. It will help. But if you're going to be there with that person for more than 15 minutes. You're breathing the same air as them, essentially. Like any droplets that they yeah. put out into the air, some proportion of them are going to be small enough that they'll hang in the air. For a little bit, a little bit, or travel some distance, and, and so the longer you're in the vicinity, you'll get a couple viruses here and there, and over time that just builds up. Yeah, you're breathing that stuff in, unless they're unless they're wearing a mask. You and you're wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, well, you wear if if you're trying to protect yourself from that other person that might have it, 
you wearing your mask is making a small difference the biggest difference is that person wearing their mask right keeping the droplets close to them getting yes. caught in their mask yes and that i don't think most people get that and no you, you know. need yeah if you're indoors with somebody you need everybody to be wearing a mask which is why we're shopping at longos which is requiring <laughs> masks mm-hmm if you want to protect yourself from people not wearing a mask, you need to wear a visor. Like you need to wear a face shield or something impenetrable right. in front of your face. Or an N95. Or an N95, assuming people don't access. have access to N95s. Yeah. You put a face shield over your mask. Yeah. And that will stop droplets from yeah. getting to you. But, yeah, people don't Masks know this. Masks for all. I'm, I, no, I can't. You refuse to go there. Can't okay. do that okay. hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe it, I but yeah. indoors. Yeah. I'm an indoor mask person. Mask for all indoors. Got it. Um, yeah, I just, I don't think we're ready at all. I don't think we have the leadership. I don't think we have the testing i don't think we have the education the communication so we'll see how this goes oh and the big news today is school Mm -hmm. is out for sure until september and they some did you hear did they say something about doing some pilot thing over the summer they said something i read a headline that would make a lot of sense like like test out social distancing, open some camps like, or something, and like see in a low, yeah, like in a low, uh, in an area that doesn't have a lot of cases, get kids to come into school type spaces and figure mm-hmm. out how you can get them to. Mm-hmm. How, how what do you what are we gonna do in September? <laughs> like figure yeah, figure know. out the solution. So so I start piloting know. some things with kids. Like call it school, call it whatever. Like. Just mm-hmm. you could say like all this missed month, you could just run the missed month of school over the summer for some kids mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Rather than them going to camp or whatever. Yeah. So many feelings surrounding school being canceled. Yeah. Every, all the reactions I saw are mostly all the same and mirrored how I felt too, which is like, of course, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. But like also it's so sad. <laughs> like Avery kind of missed his first year of school <laughs> more yeah. or less no goodbyes to the teachers no no closure no it might happen online are we gonna get our s- are we gonna get his work that's what i want to know yeah he has I this beautiful know. journal yeah. that they did that would entry once per month that i got to see at parent teacher interviews yeah and it's just amazing and i want it so badly i imagine they'll find a way to get stuff and yeah we'll figure that stuff out okay moving on because we don't have a lot of time contact tracing back to contact tracing oh yes no yeah go for it i just thought we yeah the other thing um that i wanted to mention about contact tracing in this article which by the way quoted it, uh david fisman isaac bogosh I think there was a third name in there that I recognize that you o- that Tanya always talks about. And I can't remember who it was, but the it's like they this writer did like yeah whoever this writer was got to all the experts. Um, 
the thing they talked about with contact tracing that, uh, yeah, I didn't really understand. Like, I kind of was under the impression you could just hire, you know, all the students, all the university students that you want to do contact tracing. Like, mm -hmm. just throw everyone behind a desk and, like, get them mm -hmm. calling people. It takes training. Mm -hmm. Being a contact tracer is, well, I think they use the term, it's sort of like a cross between a detective and a healthcare worker and, like, in a psycho in a psychiatrist because you're like in a th yeah therapist i think they said detective and <laughs> right. therapist because what you're trying to do like people aren't going to admit that they had like a one night stand with someone yeah right off the bat they're gonna mm -hmm. be embarrassed about that and and so you have to come at this very carefully it takes it takes skill to get someone to actually want to tell you and think through like chances are mm -hmm. someone is thinking back like four or five days at least right to when they might have been like over the last four or five days when they might be might have been after they well, probably longer than that maybe a week because you're by the time you get the test result like it's probably another couple of days for yep. when you have symptoms and bad enough that you think you need to go get tested you're probably thinking like a week back think back to everyone you might have come into contact over the last week is is not trivial i mm -hmm. guess yeah so and getting people to admit to things that they might be embarrassed about is is critical and um and so it's not just you can't just use anybody you have to get specially trained people to do this and it takes time so the i can't remember if it was david fisman or no it was da so dala Irfan dala i think was one of the other people they interviewed um, and he said he, he was his uh, acquaintance, I guess, a friend who had a positive diagnosis and was followed up three days later and it was 10 minutes. And in his view, you don't, you can't do that yeah. process th appropriately. Like you're not doing it the way it needs to be done in mm -hmm. 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so there's, even if they're hitting that 90% number, how accurately are they actually getting the information back, you know? I think we as a society need to really think about picking up what Google and Apple like the the methodology there the the what's it called the SDK they're releasing right where that people can build apps on where it can track phones right for people um but without but with uh as, as much of the privacy keeping as much private keeping the data as private as possible so like they throw the data away after two weeks they de-identify the data like it's it's uh, linked only for as long as you need to the person only for as long as the diagnosis is coming in like they've tried to strip away as much data as possible from what's being held in the in the system um, you know, I, I think other, I think that should be something we're thinking seriously about is making, is getting people to use that on their phones. Like it just would yeah. make life. It gets, when I see that idea come up on Twitter, it gets massive backlash. Of course it does. I, but I think, I mean. But I'm just like, I mean, yeah, sure. Try, but. It's just a matter. You have to get people to voluntarily uptake it. 
I think if people, yeah, and maybe it'll take a second sh- lockdown to make people think, oh, maybe we need to do this. I don't. I think the problem is no one's communicated how hard contact tracing is. Like no one really understands contact tracing, right? We don't know how well we're doing. If Late, there was, yeah. if if we understood how poorly we're doing, and I suspect we're doing fairly poorly in contact tracing, especially in the hotspots where there's probably lots and lots of people we need to be following up on and we're not mm-hmm. doing it effectively. Maybe in those places like in Toronto, we should be at least offering people the option of like, why not have a voluntary thing where yep. you can, you well, can use it. Well, because it has to exist. Yeah, that okay. has to exist. So I was just scrolling my Twitter trying to find that article again, but yeah, in... Instead, I found an interesting little exchange. Yes. So David Fisman says, understand, lousy public health leadership is costing our province billions of dollars a month. Sometimes it's worth paying for the upgrade. <laughs> yeah. And then another doctor replied, this has to be said. We are all sacrificing far too much to sit back and let the public health response be this sloppy. Yeah. Which s- resonates with me so much. Yeah. Why are we all? We're all listening. We're like, yeah. <laughs> we're doing our freaking part. Yeah. And why? And you get answers like oh. in, in this article, Barbara Yaffe is asked, you know, what, h- why is our contact tracing not up to where it should be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and her answer is the system they have to track or the, the current system they use doesn't allow for it. Yeah. Like, fix it. just why have we not had a hundred <laughs> people trying to fix yeah. that a month ago? Like, what are yeah. you just r- seriously giving yeah. that answer right now? Yeah. Like, ha- it's unbelievable. A thousand people. You should have a yeah. thousand. You should have whoever, like, yeah. just get the person that runs computer science sitting with you and figuring out who do you need to hire tomorrow to get it that fixed. It seems like right now... It just feels like they think it's going to just go away. Yeah. Like if we just start opening up somehow, it's just going to go away. Yeah. I d- Like I don't know. Yeah. It's just really the lack of resources Yeah. being put towards this. The lack of like, and it we had like BC has done such a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they realize we're part of the same country mm-hmm. <laughs> and they could like Tra- share notes. Like share <laughs> notes. <laughs> like I just uh I have a feeling that ego has a lot. Like I think there is people have made c- You can't suck it up when there's thousands of lives on the line like I think that people when they come out and make public statements about something or or have a pick a strategy it's and and try to justify it it's very difficult for high level people to say i was like i we need to change strategies now like we need to actually we should have done this a long time ago but we screwed like that's very difficult for some people to admit it appears i think that's the only explanation i can see yeah i can't I get too frustrated when I think about it. This. It's okay, but I'm looking at the Ontario dashboard and basically all numbers are bad. 
They're all little red arrows pointing up. Hmm. Number of long-term care homes with outbreaks, up one. Number of COVID patients in the hospital, up 15. Number of long-term staff infected, up 41. Our value up. New cases, up. New deaths, down eight. Hmm. New tests, down <laughs> 3,000. Hmm. Everything's red. All right. Well, I think we should stop there. On that high note. Uh, do you have a joke? No. Uh, do I have a joke? Didn't you tell me a joke? I've been reading a lot of jokes. Can't remember any of them. Jokes. Jokes. No. No. I'm sorry. All right. I don't have a joke. I mean, it's only fitting. This is a pretty depressing, depressing. podcast. Leave you on a depressing note. Good night. Good night.